Hey guys, welcome back to the Traffic Hacks podcast. So today, I thought I'd go over essentially a methodology and framework that anyone and any company can use, no matter what market you're in. And I'm going to give you an example of a market. We utilized it where it just didn't make sense, or you would never think, hey, there's a lot of traffic in this market. Essentially, it's just a framework and strategy that is going to allow you to find flows of traffic and bring them into your business and where in your niche you can find like these hidden flows and rivers of traffic. So last episode, I kind of went over how you just find the flows of traffic, you find who owns them, tap into that flow of traffic and convert that traffic into yours. And that was more focusing on the total framework overall and the vehicle of it. This is going to be more going to how can you apply this into your market and how can you get the good results and how can you borrow effective amounts of traffic in your market as well? But there's something that you'll probably realize if you watch, uh, listen to this podcast is I'm going to be just not saying this. I'll be drinking my own Kool-Aid. So hopefully within two weeks, uh, maybe even one week, if I get really lucky and can push it, you'll see how I am following the same framework that I am teaching you guys right now. And whenever I teach a framework, I also want it to be something that I have done or I am trying to do or I've like seen and talked to the people who have done it and gotten verification that it's an effective strategy that people can execute. If I don't have that, I won't teach any frameworks, even if I think it's cool, unless I just go for some episodes um, where I'm just going to go over some cool campaigns. Like there's one really cool campaign that I want to talk about, which... I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about. Essentially, it's Deadpool. When Deadpool 1 came out, they were taking... Wait, Deadpool 2, sorry. When Deadpool 2 came out, Deadpool 2 just takes the piss out of like every movie and every franchise. What they did is they went to a bunch of Walmarts and replaced every cover of every movie and like pulled them. So like 127 hours out of Deadpool and they're like, the Martian was Deadpool in a helmet. I'll talk about these campaigns at a different time, but it's just something cool that I'd like to talk about at some point. And maybe those are the episodes I'll talk about campaigns that are a bit more hypothetical. But everything else, all the other campaigns and uh, strategies and frameworks are going to be 100% verified and theoretical. Um, and another thing, actually, you might hear me do in this episode is at the start, I'm going to start going over exactly what you're going to learn. So... This is probably going to be from this episode onwards. It's already three minutes in and it's kind of pointless to do it unless it's within the first eight seconds. So essentially what I'm going to do is this episode is help you find your flows of traffic in your market and tap into it and like where you can find all the hidden flows. And I think a really good way to show this is talking about the time when I was hired as a freelancer to work with a company called Your Writing Success. Essentially, I came on to help them with their traffic and sales through all the digital marketing and digital content world. And we used a bunch of different online channels, but it was essentially using any way we could to increase our traffic and sales. And our product specialized in online courses, helping writers either improve their writing skill or overcome their writing fear. So we had two main courses and it was Dressage Mastery and Fearless Mastery. So realistically, I just wanted to increase our sales and show my value. It was a time when I got hired when I was pretty low on the ropes with like money and I was pretty stressed out. 
So I just wanted to increase our sales and share my value. And I knew that these were going to be one of my last clients as well. And their wage was literally going to be the thing that almost kept me from going bankrupt. So what I decided to do is do some fast action uh, channels. So we ran Facebook ads, Google ads, and YouTube ads. And this all went to essentially a webinar funnel. And then we pitched the course over the webinar for essentially $500. It was $497. And that was our whole client acquisition strategy. We didn't really have much content. They were putting out a lot of content. But it wasn't much content in terms of it was prioritized and specialized for getting in sales. It was just generic content as well. So after going months up and down, relying on this system and relying on these uh, platforms to provide us with our traffic, we decided to turn the campaigns off. Like there's just way too much volatility in it. Some months we were profitable. Some months we would make like 50, 60 grand. Some months we would make eight, like in profit. And it was just like, this is just too insane. Like each month changed so much. Even if we didn't change the campaigns that much, it just changed just due to the platform's like landscape during those months and during those times. So essentially, we were spending about a couple grand a day. And at the best times, we did spend about three, $1 and get $3 back. Like I said, never stayed convinced. Uh, consistent and eventually our audiences just kind of dried up we kind of tapped out where we could reach in the paid advertising space as you could imagine the horse market is pretty low like there's not a lot of people that ride horses that want to be in a dressage competition or overcome a riding fit so our audiences were pretty small but it just didn't justify us paying for all these channels we'll we're getting charged at some points like four dollars for what we're paying one dollar for like a lead the month before and it's just kind of weird and way too volatile for us to be like okay we can rely on this platform so i kept throwing off our profit essentially all of our chances to generate any more customers were just going up and down every month so we didn't know if it was going to be we're going to generate 10 new webinar clients this month or 100. so i knew that once we turned all of these off we weren't going to bring in any more customers and they obviously couldn't keep me on board if they weren't getting more customers. And I was literally only weeks away from being broke again. Like I had enough savings to last, I think, three and a half weeks. So I need to do one of two things. Either I need to get more customers in the door for them or essentially go break. And I do not want to go break. So I end up going through the borrowed traffic method, which we talked about last time. And like you, I just mentioned, this niche is pretty small. It's a bunch of people who are full of uh, people trying to overcome a riding injury fear or essentially people trying to come over and get better at um, their dressage, which is essentially a form of event riding. So I ended up going through this borrowed traffic method and I was looking at who's everyone who owns a river and how can I tap into that river? Or like, how can I get people these river to just at least throw us some attention, borrow some, give us some attention that we can borrow. And I was looking at all these influencers. I created this massive spreadsheet. I think I found about 145 different rivers, quote unquote, of traffic. So I was like, okay, awesome. Let's just start with this. Let's go with this audience and go with this massive list. So I ended up getting one person to say yes. I was just making my grind through the list, uh, contacting them. And I'm getting one person to say yes. They came up as an affiliate to and promoted their list. 
And my ambitions and expectations of this were pretty low. Like uh, they were a blog. It was pretty hard to see what they were exactly talking about. I'm not talking about exactly their reach, how many clicks we could have expected. So we started the promotion with them. After the promotion, they ended up sending us over, I think it was almost $29,000 in profit in literally just a few short days. That is basically what we were expecting on a good month or a better month. And they did that in a few days. And that was profit after their payments as well. So I just want to repeat what just happened. They sent us literally a month's worth of profit in one weekend of one yes. And that was without any risk as well. We didn't outlier capital for that. We just sent out a couple of emails, signed them up with an account on our affiliate managing uh, system and just went, okay, you can launch on this day. So we had a very small market, but just tapping into these different uh, flows of traffic is essentially what allowed us to take a month's profit only in a couple of days and just able to repeat this process over and over and over and over. So once you're able to actually identify these flows of traffic, that's half the battle. The other half of the battle is getting in with the people who own it. But I'm not going to go about, I'm not going to go over how you can get into the uh, good sides of the people who own these flows of traffic or how you can break into those circles. This is mainly just how can you identify all the different flows of traffic? So essentially, during this process, because it was a relatively small niche, I need to do this for another client as well, is I came up with a pretty specific framework. So essentially, like anything, you always start with Google. So the first step was Google keywords of your market. So say you're in the pottery market. I actually know a person who um, is in the pottery market and makes a killing, and that's a very small niche. Still bigger than horse riding, but still small, but big. Like also one thing, no matter what your niche is, when you take it worldwide, it's a pretty big niche. You will have more than enough customers in there. So anyway, Google keywords of your market and do keywords of the jargon that's in your market. So in the jargon, I mean, in marketing, we have CPA, we have traffic, we have CPMs, Google that stuff in your market. So in horse riding, we had dressage, we had eventing, we had, um, talking about how you sit on the seat and just there's a few different keywords that we were able to go through on Google. Go to like the first two pages of results, just click on every link. And then there you kind of have an idea of, okay, these are all the different flows of Google and the traffic bank here. What blogs are they going to? What companies are they going to? What influencers are they going to? What YouTube videos are they going to? And you just kind of start creating the spider web. So once you create the spider web, all your goal is to find influencers. The more personal a brand is as well, the better it is. I'm just going to put that little golden nugget there. If you go with a company like HubSpot, that's not really a face to the brand, that you're going to still obviously do well because HubSpot's big. But if you just go to a company, you will still perform well, just not as well as if it's someone who has a personal relationship with uh, their audience and has like a face-to-face like, I'd much rather have ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson promote me than HubSpot because I know he will be able to convert more people, even if they're the exact same list size. So you find the influencers. Um, so you find the companies, you find the influencers, and you find the people who are essentially controlling the flows of traffic. So these can be competitors as well or indirect competitors. It doesn't really matter. You can still utilize competitors and indirect competitors. Then you just simply find the flows and you find the owners of these flows. 
So you go through, you'll want to figure out their email, you want to figure out their postal address if you can, uh, exactly all the different um, social medias you can contact them, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Discord, maybe even um, YouTubes, like just document all of their contact points and do this into a spreadsheet. And then once you have all these contact points, essentially you want to go back through and offer them an opportunity. And this is the key part. You want to offer an opportunity and you want to make it raise their status as well as giving them a profit. So Russell Brunson has a section on his book, Expert Secrets, that talks about everything we do is status. Like if I'm trading your time for this podcast, in your head, you're thinking, is this worth my time? Is this going to make me better? Is this going to increase my status? And that is essentially all I'm trying to do with this podcast. I know I'm not the best out right now. But that's my whole goal. I want to increase your status by listening to this podcast. So you want to do the exact same thing for them. You want to go, how can I get these people to increase their status? And how can I get, this is the golden nugget, by the way, their audience to think that person has an increased status as well. So if you can give their audience an increased status, that person an increased status, and that person an increased status in their audience mind, whilst giving them money, you've basically just, one them over it's essentially it's just a matter of time at that point so this is essentially where you want to go through and it's what i'll go over in the next episode over how you do that but essentially you find the owners you tap into them and you want to build this little spider web and network of all these different flows and then as we talked about last episode you essentially want to turn this into your own traffic and that is essentially the framework so last episode if you haven't listened to it listen to it and this is going over how you identify the different flows of traffic, how you find who owns them and how you tap into it. Uh, this is kind of going through the nitty gritty of how you exactly do that and who you should be looking for. So you should be looking for influencers, um, blogs, newsletter owners, podcasters are a good one that are pretty underutilized. Uh, podcasters are constantly chasing sponsorships, by the way. So you got influencers, bloggers, podcasters, YouTubers, uh, TikTokers, anywhere there's attention and eyes, there's clicks and there's traffic. So you want to find who owns the attention and just start that by doing Google and creating that spider web. Every influencer you see, click on their videos, watch their videos, and then look at what recommended, what comes up recommended when you go back to the homepage, because it's most likely going to be content similar to that video. And essentially, you just want to keep doing this. Do this for a couple of days until you've built out this massive list. I can guarantee you that any niche you're in, there's probably a hundred different sources of traffic. I've never seen a niche or any kind of market where there would be less than that. So if you can find at least a hundred sources of traffic, then that would be amazingly beneficial to you. Uh, if that, if you do actually have a niche which has under a hundred sources of traffic, let me know. That'd be quite interesting. So essentially just find these networks, just Build out that list. Don't worry about what you're going to do with that list yet. I'll go over that the next episode. But just build out this list. Build out all these flows. Whenever you can use tools like SimilarWeb as well to find the traffic of blogs, but don't know how accurate that is. I never knew how, know how accurate these tools are. But just to follow that process and build that list. That's all we're trying to get you to do now is build that list. I might actually release the next episode along this episode just so I can go over the next part as well. 
Yeah, I think I will do that. I think I will go record the next one now. Uh, sorry if this episode wasn't up to scratching a bit all over the place. I need to come up with a better plan and system. But as long as you know how you can go start building this list, that's all that matters. I'll see you in the next episode.